Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti. And once again, we are honored on this January 25th, 2023, to have with us Judge Andrew Napolitano. As I say, there is nobody that I know that knows the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, the details, the ins and outs, the ups and downs of it, than Judge Andrew Napolitano. And um, we're with him today about one of his articles coming out. That's just another really, it's very repetitious, Judge. It's just another article of how they're robbing us of our freedom, our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the thing called the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, is just, it's, it's, it's as useless as toilet paper because that's what they've done to it. And you have an article here, how local cops get your bank records. The column, this column has recently outlined the suspicious arguments offered by the feds when they have been caught spying on ordinary Americans. They argue that the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution, which requires a search warrant prior to spying, only applies to law enforcement and not to domestic surveillance. The argument not only defies the plain language of the amendment, it defies history and common sense. You know, the feds just keep spying and spying. We know that. You, I've written about it. You've written about it. We've talked about it. What the Wall Street Journal revealed and what I write about last week is something I never heard of before. A small bank clearinghouse in Arizona, yeah. which is the, the central uh, collector of data for funds that are wired outside, wired out of the United States and into the United States, generally by middle class and poor people who use Western Union and MoneyGram and Euronet standard commercial wiring uh, entities. All that information is gathered there and made available to police just by requesting it. How many police departments request it? Over 600. This includes the federal police, state police, and local police, without a subpoena from a grand jury, without a search warrant from a judge, in utter and direct defiance of the Fourth Amendment. And if you wire funds out of your bank account using one of these international wiring services, then this outfit in Arizona can look into your bank account and see all deposits and all checks cleared and who you wrote checks to. Why would 600 police departments want this? Because their appetite for spying on innocent people is voracious and they can't develop probable cause of crime to persuade a judge to give them a search warrant. So they've gone behind our backs, below the radar screen. The public doesn't know about this. Mainstream media didn't know about it until the Wall Street Journal broke the story last Thursday about this sneaky, crazy, old-fashioned bank clearinghouse in Arizona, which just gives away information to any cops that ask. You know, I, when I was on Fox all the time, my buddy Stuart and Barney, a Brit, raised in a tradition where the government spies on you from a cradle to grave used to bust my chops and argue with me. There's no more privacy in America. There's no more privacy in America. Why don't you admit it? You know what? He was right. Yep. He was right. We think we have privacy. Uh, we don't. 
This is the lowest level to which I have seen small town cops sink that they would get this kind of information about poor and middle class people as to whom there is not one scintilla of evidence of criminal behavior. Well, you know, John and uh, Nisha Whitehead, they write about how the, the police have really robbed us of our rights and keep doing this over and over again. And when you talk about the Brits, you misspelt it. You got to put an S in there rather than a B. It's, it's the shits. And, and what you do here in your article is you talk about how when the founding fathers revolted against the king, uh, how they knew that that was happening. And this is why they spied on the people with the Stamp Act and, and other unjustifiable and freedom-robbing acts that they pushed through. So when I say that we've be like what uh, Varney said about we have no freedom, you like the Brits, we've become like the Brits in so many ways. The sun never sets on the British Empire. Look at all the wars that America has caused illegally into so many different countries. We become we we the king. We're back to the UK. Correct, correct. We we have built an American empire after we broke away, seceded from uh, Great Britain, and their empire uh, began to uh, deteriorate. What did Iraq or Afghanistan do to harm American persons or property or national security that justified our invasions? And in the case of Afghanistan, our occupation for 20 years, nothing. What is Russia doing to harm America by attempting to recapture land that was Russian for 300 years in the Ukraine? How does that harm us? Not at all. But yet the governments like to kill. This is the Gerald Salenti phrase that everybody should hear. When all else fails, they take you to war. When the president's going to be investigated for improperly storing classified documents and he wants it off the front page, he'll take you to war. And what did he do yesterday? Against the advice of his military advisors, sent two dozen uh, tanks to Ukraine so that the Germans could send a dozen of their tanks to Ukraine. We'll never get that money back. The people operating those tanks will be slaughtered and the Russians will continue their march toward Kiev. And what they're selling is that that little clown of nothing, uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, just went over to um, uh, Ukraine along with two other Blumenthal, whatever the guy's name is, another arrogant clown from from uh, Connecticut, and another jerk from Rhode Island. They went over there. This it hardly made the news uh, a couple of days ago, January twenty second. And uh, talking about Lindsey Graham saying how terrible it is that the Russians invaded another country. And if we don't stop this, this is going to continue. They're going to continue to take more land. This is the Lindsey Graham that there's not a war that this little lowlife piece of garbage didn't love and vote for. And he's talking about the Russians. Yeah, this is the Lindsey Graham who said we should send 
CIA agents to uh, assassinate Putin. This is the Lindsey Graham who wants World War III. This is the Lindsey Graham, an acolyte of the late John McCain, who also never met a war he didn't like. But this is the Lindsey Graham who shares the globalist attitude of Western Europe and the American State Department that we should fight this war in order to tell the Russians how to govern themselves. That's <laughs> Lindsey Graham. Yeah. And, and what really is so disgusting is how the media is only selling one side of this. Yes. They're selling the government side. They have no one on that talks about the real facts of why this happened. Again, as we detailed in the Trends Journal back in 2014, when it was a quarterly uh, in, in spring uh, article by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, former assistant treasury secretary under Ronald Reagan about how the United States was overthrowing the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych. None of that's ever talked about. None of the violations of the Minsk agreement. None of the talk about how the Ukrainians have killed some 15,000 Russian people in the Donbass region, the separatist region, when they didn't want to go. You know, I love this. You know, they, it's such a big deal about what happened on January 6th, you know. Uh, but they don't talk about how, how they... They attacked the, the uh, Ukrainian parliament and overthrew it then. Oh, that was fine. That was okay because our side did it so they could overthrow that government. And, and who, of course, instigated that and paid for it? The American taxpayer via uh, the CIA. And, and who gives mainstream media in America from the New York Times and the Washington Post, even all the way to the Wall Street Journal and Fox News? The CIA and MI6, the British version of it, feed all these lies to uh, mainstream media. They think they're getting a scoop on what's going on. All they're doing is mouthing Western propaganda about how horrible Russia is and how wonderful uh, Zelensky is. Nothing about the history, nothing about how this property uh, and these people who speak Russian uh, or part of Russia for 300 years. You don't hear that. No. You just hear the need for America, thank you, Lindsey Graham, to pay for this war. Half of the budget that they've just passed, $1.7 trillion, went to the military-industrial complex. Right. And when you put in the numbers that go to the so-called intelligence, which is an oxymoron because there's no intelligence about them, and as you have noted, they won't even tell us how much they're giving the CIA, the NSA, and all the other secret uh, agencies, how much they're giving them. It's probably, you know, it's well over a half. It's probably about uh, 60% of the budget of the American people has gone to the military industrial intelligence complex. You, you know, you mentioned about when all else fails, they take you to war. I just cleaning up some stuff. And I found an article going back to 1998. Bill Clinton was getting impeached. And it was bombs away over Baghdad, along with the UK. And I, I know Operation, you know, Desert Fox or something stupid name. Like yeah. That. Well, at the very, the very, remember when they um, interrogated Bill Clinton before the grand jury on national television the very next day is when uh american planes bombed an aspirin factory 
in Kosovo and killed some janitors. Of course, they claimed that it wasn't an aspirin factory, that it was some sort of a, a munitions facility. But presidents like to destroy and kill often innocent people uh, in order to get their bad news uh, suppressed down to below the fold on the front page, so to speak. Do you realize what you just said and the reality of what's going on about how all these presidents decide to kill people? They're murderers. They're no yeah. different than a maniac on the street. That guy that just blew away a bunch of people in Los Angeles. They're, they're no different. They're murderers. But in, yet a sense, in a sense, they're worse because they do it with impunity. They do it with government assets. They're, they're, they're never exposed to danger themselves. And when presidents kill, I mean, LBJ is an exception, but when presidents kill, the, the American people and the press usually cheer them on. And, and again, what, what, what is this saying about the culture of society? Is this a satanic world we're living in? I mean, really, what, think about what we're just talking about. The mass murder of millions of people, tens of millions of people, and 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 they're cheered, and they're they're they roll out a red carpet for them to to every time they show up. What what is this is this is something is very disturbing here about this. You know, I was doing some research over the weekend, and I came across a uh, lecture that the great Bob Higgs author of Crisis and Leviathan and other uh, wonderful works gave in which he argues uh, that the most dangerous thing on the planet is the state and that anarchy is to be preferred to the state. And he lists all the horrible things, too much for me to list now, but was it the state or anarchy that dropped atomic bombs? Was it the state or anarchy that carpet bombed Japan and Germany on the eve uh, of their surrender? Was it the state or anarchy that starved 30 million Russians, that's, that caused the Holocaust, that established death camps in Europe? On and on and on and on and on. All the horrible things that the state did, which were cheered on I know. by the people that those states govern. Just like they're doing now. There are more Ukrainian flags around here than American flags. You know what's going on? It, it's the it's a it's a culture uh, whereby when the state redistributes assets, taking money from those who produce and work, and giving it to those who can't or don't, the ones who receive the assets pay obeisance to the state that gives them this money. It's a simplistic explanation, but how else to explain? the adulation of government when government is a bunch of thugs and murderers and thieves. Yeah. Government is a bunch of thugs, murderers, and thieves. Government thugs. is the negation of freedom. Government couldn't exist without crushing freedom and stealing property. Government is the negation of freedom. And what did you call the people running it? Murderers, thugs, and thieves. Murderers. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Saying here, get this in your mind and make it very clear. Murderers, thugs, and thieves. Murderers, thugs, and thieves that people call politicians. And this is disgusting. 
And, oh. and if we don't do something to stop it, I'm very concerned. As I said, World War Three has begun. And there's more and more talk day after day about the ramping up of, of what to do in, in case of a, uh, a nuclear attack. You ready? Study identifies best place to hide from nuclear blast shockwave. The corner of a room is the safest spot to hide from a massive shockwave caused by a nuclear explosion. You ready? Scientists from Cyprus have discovered after running a computer simulation of the catastrophic event. Who are they talking to? What am I, six years old? What are you? you, you uh, uh, there's a nuclear... You, you read Kennedy's farewell, uh, Kennedy's speech in June, John F. Kennedy's speech in June of 1963, five months before he was assassinated, to the students at American University. And he goes on to say, if there is a nuclear uh, 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 war between the United States and Russia, life on Earth is destroyed for generations. That's and the they, speech. They, yeah, that's the speech that got him murdered by the American uh, security state. That was the last straw for them when he gave that speech. That's what started the, the wheels rolling, which culminated uh, on November twenty second, uh, nineteen sixty three. Yeah, because they couldn't tolerate the thought that their boss had recognized them as the murderers, thieves, and thugs uh, that they were. You know, Judge, we have to do something to change this. And I've been talking, I've just been doing a number of interviews, Kitgo and, and uh, Stansberry and Mark Moss and on and on and on. And I've been saying over and over again, we need a new third party. And the candidates that I want to see are RFK Jr. for president and Judge Andrew Napolitano for vice president. And uh, I'm spreading the word as much as I can and doing all I can. And we have to start a new third party because there's no draining the cesspool. The cesspool is a cesspool. And the two parties are a cesspool of a crime syndicate. So whoever comes into the crime syndicate, it's just another leader of the crime syndicate. We need a new way. And uh, everybody listening, please you know, suggest what we can do to make this happen and do what you can to do to make it happen. And you can do that by also subscribing to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com and donating to Occupy Peace because my objective this year is for a global peace movement. So please do what you can to help us. Thank you for tuning in. And Judge, thank you so much for all that you do. Oh, thanks for your kind words and thanks for this great opportunity ever, every Wednesday, Gerald. All the best. All the best. Bye-bye.